Wrestling fans, there's a podcast you want to add to your podcast playlist. Wrestling with the Willies, hosted by Josh and his brothers, and they discuss all things wrestling, like WWE Extreme Rules, WWE SummerSlam, and more. You'll get the results and their reactions on all the matches you want to know more about, as well as in-depth analysis, opinions, and fallout from the events on Raw and SmackDown. Wrestling with the Willies talk about all the wrestlers you know and follow. Their matches, moves, losses, and their achievements. Add Wrestling with the Willies to your podcast playlist right now. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, and your favorite podcast platform. Hey everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Sci-Fi Graveyard. Tonight we're talking about the final movie in our four-part Superman in Reverse series. We're talking about Superman the movie. This movie was released in theaters in the United States on December 15th, 1978, on an estimated budget of $55 million and grossed over $300 million worldwide. Uh, the movie was written by Mario Puzo. Yes, that Mario Puzo of The Godfather. David Newman, Leslie Newman, Robert Bitten, uh, although unaccredited, Tom Mankiewicz, and this is all based on a story by, again, Mario Puzo. This is based on the characters created by Jerry Siegel and Joel Schu- Joe Schuster. And it was directed by the late, great Richard Donner. Uh, the film stars Christopher Reeve, Marlon Brando, Gene Hackman, Margot Kidder, Ned Beatty, Jackie Cooper, Mark McClure. And also features Terrence Stamp, Sarah Douglas, and jo- Jack O'Halloran as the three Kryptonian supervillains. Because... This was, again, supposed to be filmed back-to-back with Superman 2, which we kind of discussed what we kind of discussed in the last one. So it doesn't mean we don't really need to retread that here. Uh, Basically, baby Kal-El is sent to Earth as his new home planet. As Krypton is destroyed, he is found and raised by John and Martha Kent in the small town of Smallville, Kansas. Great name, by the way, because, you know, Metropolis which is a stand-in for New York, Metropolis. That's what you call a major city. I don't know what they were thinking back in the day when they wrote these comics. But as an adult, he goes to Metropolis to become a reporter for the Daily Planet and to become Earth's greatest hero, Superman. And then he has to stop Lex Luthor with a real estate scheme, basically. Describe a good film badly. Alien stops real estate mogul from acquiring land. Um, so just so much trivia real quick, and then we'll get discussing the movie. Uh, I did want to try to find some stuff that wasn't mentioned and other things that other people talk about. Like, I can't remember all of it off the top of my head as far as like what they've talked about. So when I was looking up trivia, I tried to always look for, um, oddball stuff that maybe people hadn't known, haven't known or talked about. Maybe they didn't think it was interesting which is why I'm mentioning it because other people haven't talked about it. Um, so Jessica Lang turned down the role of Lois and Eve Tessmacher. Um, she turned down both the, of them. Yeah. Damn. She turned down both roles. Yeah. <laughs> um, the characters of non and Eve Tessmacher were actually created by Mario Puzo for this film. And Arnold Schwarzenegger campaign for the role but he believed his accent was the reason that that deal did not go through um probably true probably is true so man can you imagine the trajectory if he actually would have played superman though he probably would have been almost stuck he wouldn't have been like He the action hero that he was. Yeah. No, he had he had because this was seventy eight. I don't remember when Hercules in New York came out, which I think that predates Superman. If Probably. I kind of go off uh, memory, yeah, I have um, no idea. But but I just think I wonder if he would have done Conan and I don't think he would have done Conan or yeah. um, the Terminator because they wouldn't. Yeah. He would have been typecast. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty will, much. Yeah. So, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. When she was known as Bruce Jenner, was actually actually turned down the role of Clark Kent, Superman, to be in a musical called "Can't Stop the Music." And Valerie Perrin, who plays Eve Tessmacher, is actually in that movie. This is something interesting I found. 
Um, this was on the IMDb. And so I'm just going to read it as it was written, just because it's just simpler that way. Uh, Krypton's son, which is named Rao in the comics, which is also the name of their god. Because you'll hear Superman in the comic or read in the comics, Superman would be like, good, great Rao or bye Rao. And, and if you watch the CW Supergirl show, instead of saying like, oh, my God, it would be more like, oh, Rao or, you know. And stuff yeah, like that. Something to that. Because it's the that. Kryptonian. I think guy. I watched it, the first three seasons of Supergirl, I think. And it was it, good up until it started, like, I don't know. It seemed like they were starting to run out of ideas. The, I feel you on that. But uh, uh, Krypton's son is a red supergiant, and they're huge and they're bright, but they're cooler than, say, younger stars, which is what our star, Soul, is. Uh, this might explain why Krypton is depicted as a frozen ice planet in the movie. And according to the IMDb, I don't know if this is true, but Rao is a play on the words of sun, changing the letters one down on S, one up on U, considering vowels, not consonants, and one up on N. I don't know. That's just what the trivia says. But the, apparently, according to IMDb, the name of the sun in Krypton's solar system is Rao. Uh, Steven Spielberg was offered the chance to direct this film, but he balked at the salary, or the producers balked at his salary request. And then they decided to see how Jaws would do. But then, of course, you know, Jaws was like what's considered the tip, what started the summer blockbuster. And that movie went to be a huge success. And Spielberg went to do on other things. Um, again, a like a pre- <laughs> yeah, uh, Richard Donner had effectively shot 75% of Superman 2. I think I mentioned this last time. And this is when he was fired by the Salkins. Um, so the this is a bit of trivia. And, I, and the interesting thing is the scene where Lois and Superman are flying through Metropolis. I'm going to just assume they're just going through Metropolis on their little fly. And she's like, can you read my mind? You're a friend from another star. That's actually supposed to be a song. And if you, in when I worked at Albertsons back in the day when I was younger, they used to play the song version of that, of that in the store. But that was hmm, originally so. a song and it was supposed to be sung, but they decided against it. it yeah, it that, it that was monologue. one of the weirder parts in the movie though, because I was it like... Is, is he reading her mind or is this just what she was thinking at the time and they were externalizing it or I think we're hearing what she's thinking. And because I don't, because I don't think Superman's ever really had, I mean, who knows what the silver age and and all that and the golden (laughs) age, like what his power set were. Cause at one point in the comics, he could shoot little mini versions of himself out of his hand. But as of like, current superman or i'm gonna say post-crisis superman he couldn't read minds because that would be like like overkill really over he'd it'd be overkill Um, but i mean also at the same time like i've had the discussion where i've thought that he was a bit too overpowered for me but uh last thing i will mention i copied a bunch i i got a bunch of trivia but i'm just going to read one more so the scene where Superman and Lois go flying together and Superman flies away after he drops her back off, there's no cut between Superman flying away and Clark showing up at Lois' do- uh, Lois's door. Uh, what they did is they did a pre-recording movie of Superman flying and then with Lois standing in front of it and then she walks away and then goes to the set <laughs> with her apartment and she opens the door to, feel real, uh, to reveal Clark Kent coming in. So that was all one take of projecting a video of him flying off and her... Yeah, yeah. It's crazy when you think about the budget for this movie. In nineteen seventy eight they spent fifty five million dollars. Can you imagine that's like a yeah, that's like I wonder what that is in today money. It's gotta be probably double close to a billion. Yeah, probably like at least double that amount, at least. Yeah, let's let's take a look real quick. I got the the magic Google machine. (laughs) 55 million 
is how much today. Where's my mouse? I need a new mouse pad. Uh, Damn, they won't even let me go to 55 million. Here we go. In, <laughs> inflation. Calculate. It's like uh, 246 billion or something like that, huh? Uh, Holy according shit. to this website, the CPI inflation calendar, I don't know if this is uh, how accurate this is, but it says 200 and basically almost $260 million. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's an increase of 370.9%. And I think the 300 million is actually what it did. Um, yeah, it actually did box office 300 million. So Damn. Yeah, in today's that was, money, that would have been. That means that a lot of fucking people watch that see, movie. And but that's I mean, what people don't account. Time. Well, see, that's what people don't account for when they're talking about, you know, Titanic being the most grossing movie. Well, when you're, the difference in money today versus like this 300 million back then was a billion. Now it was I mean, yeah. so, a billion and a half yeah. I mean, point, so, over 1.4 billion. I mean, so in today's dollars, according so to this website, it probably would have been one of the highest grossing ever if it was yeah. today. I mean, if adjusted yeah. for inflation, it would be one. Of, yeah. Cause it's well, over I mean, a billion that's dollars. A, that's the main thing. I mean, I noticed because, uh, just recently when I went to the movie theaters, it went up and, and just, it jumped from, I think this was pre COVID or like actually during COVID area when they just reopened theaters again, it was like $11 a concert ticket or a movie ticket. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like close to like $14 now. Oh it's yeah. Like, Damn. And they're running ads inside the theater. And that's where and you everything. live. And like it's yeah, like eighteen yeah. or twenty like, here. Oh yeah, well, that's okay. where saying, I am. It's, totally it's like different. it's expensive yeah. too. Yeah, because my and part of like, my that's part what, of Florida. That's the main thing. It's like you just like, and also with this movie, it seems like at the time it blew up because this was like, I think this was the one true like superhero movie that I watched, like the first one that I ever watched. I think. Well, I think it was watching all the other stuff. I mean, sure, we watched Incredible Hulk and stuff, but I think that came out like when I was already, like before I was even born a lot of the time. So, or at least that was before age where I could watch it. This this movie predates me. It almost predates me. I mean, this was December 10th of 78. And I was born in September of 77. So, I mean, I'm not very old. It's the same thing. I think Star Wars came out before I was born. So this was like the Star Wars and that were the start of all these big movies. And it was like, it's just funny because like, it's mostly different now because the streaming, they have everything online now. And like the, the content is so fast to come out. But like that's it, the crazy it comes part. Out within like a month or two after I, the movie even releases, and like then it would take like eight months for the movie to come out. So a lot of people would go back to the theaters and watch it several times. Like well, there's well, not that many movies now too that we just like, oh, let's rewatch it. <laughs> like you know, well, like let's go back. Back then, the people did go and, back and see movies again. Well, that's you what I'm saying. To, I mean, like home the video first, wasn't really the first a, one wasn't a thing. That I remember we watched uh, the first two, actually, I should say, that we we watched a few times was one Jurassic Park. I remember we watched it at least in the theaters like three or four times. And then the second one was Star Trek Generations. Like the the one with Captain Kirk and uh, uh, and Patrick Stewart's character. I remember that one. We watched that several times, too. But like that, and those are the two main ones that I remember that we watched a few times in the movie theater, <laughs> just well, think, because it's totally different now. Yeah, <laughs> what I was getting at was with uh, the budgets. I think Star Wars was the start of oh, like yeah. these big budget movies because Star Wars was eleven million in comparison to this one. That's why it's like they only spent. I, I consider that fairly cheap for what they did in that movie. Oh, yeah. $11 million yeah. to do what they did. I mean, so, um, 
when I compare that to this, I'm like, I, I struggle finding where they spent 50, 55 million, especially with, and I don't mean to cut you off if you had more stuff to talk about, Joe, related to the movie, but like in a lot of the scenes, like especially near the end when the disaster stuff started happening, when the, when the earthquake started occurring where, and the Hoover Dam broke, you could tell that it was like little models. That yeah, especially when the water yeah, like, hits the telephone yeah. poles, it's like yeah. I mean, you could tell they were like those little tiny, almost like what they have for for uh, railroad, you know, where you make the railroad track that stuff. Oh, it yeah. seemed like that, and then they just kind of zoomed in on it and funny, made it look larger than it was. Funny enough, some of that scene when he's like stopping the dam, the water from the dam. Yeah, some of that footage was reused in an episode of Knight Rider. I think I remember yeah, that. I'm That's what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Kit, Kit uses stops uh, flood stops something, and he he they use that footage. Um, but I think the reason it costs so much is partly partly because since they filmed it, they were filming two films back to back, and I think the technology for making Superman look believable flying. They spent a lot of money on that. I oh, think is yeah, what it I'm was. Sure. Yeah. I think I'm that's sure, a yeah. lot of where the budget went. Oh, I can see that, that but even then dated now compared it, well, to like movies I, now, but I mean, well, like, well, I talked <clears> about that. That was my struggle with these Superman movies is that every time he flies, there's only one time that I can, and it was in this movie at the end where he, portrays flying fast it was when he got upset when lois died was when they portrayed the speed at which he really can fly every other time he ever flies it looks slow as shit it's like you know where (laughs) where, like he's not and where he pants to the camera and goes we're being on a leash stroll through metropolis (laughs) you know Hey, little Timmy's about to fall uh, fall in the well. Hold on, let's go slow. Uh, Timmy falling in the well no, is a is a job is, is a job for a, Lassie, not Superman. I know, but that's why I said it. <laughs> but one of my like, favorite you know, vis- one of my favorite visual effects in this movie was when he spun himself and went down into the uh, Luther's like when he was finding out where Luther was, and he made himself a basically a drill. And he drilled himself yeah. down through the ground. That was pretty badass. And in, you know, in the it, Sega gen- and that? it looked believable. Well, it looked believable too. Like a lot of these, you know, a lot of the other effects in the movie, kind of you could tell like were green screen. You know, like most of the flying ones, you could tell that like it was a like a thing behind them. And um, but when he spun, it didn't really look too off. I will say this: uh, super, uh, Christopher Reeve did not wear muscle padding in his suit. That that build that is all Christopher Reeve. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he was a big dude, wasn't he? If well, I remember yeah, he right, was, he was tall. He was he was over six feet. I think he was just like, oh, he's six four. Yeah, that's and what I was. Superman so, and Superman was said he was six four. Well, he said he was six four in the movie, though. Well, comic book Superman six three. Oh, I know. I'm just he, saying when yeah. when Lois asked him how big he was, remember because she, yeah. she alluded to big, and then she was like tall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he said six four, so he kind of alluded. You know, he basically said what his real height was in the movie. Yeah, because he's he's six four, and he wasn't. And Superman, the comic books, is about two thirty, and he, yeah, he said two twenty five. Yeah. Christopher Reeve got close to that in real life to, but as, cause he was still gaining muscle throughout the production of the film. So he kept getting bigger. And I think by one of the other movies, he was at the super close to being what Superman's actual, uh, measurements were. Yeah. Yeah. Size wise. I mean, he can't do nothing about the height. He's already an inch taller than Superman, but weight wise, he was, he was getting pretty close. And his look inspired, post-crisis superman so if you look at the superman comics of the the mid 80s they that's they look they're based on you talking about like the older version of superman is that what you're talking about no post-crisis is 1986 and after 
1986 I would have to, to see 2011 one, but... is called Post Crisis, and that's this this film inspired a lot of the post crisis Superman mythos and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, what did y'all feel about? What did y'all think about the movie? What was any scene that you liked in particular? I know we've all seen this movie growing up. I mean, this the main movie. one that I ever remember, which I think is like the main one that Jeremy does. Is the quicksand thing and then him reversing time going so fast that he could reverse time. That's like always the number one thing. And like the main thing that always got me though is like, but I mean, I think it's from like a, uh, telling, uh, like how Lex Luthor is basically, uh, mostly he, uh, doesn't like Superman because he's more of a human dude, or at least in most of the stuff that I've read, was that he was kind of like a space, uh, I guess you would call it a space racist. He didn't like aliens and shit, so that's why he would go after Superman. So, like, knowing that they showed him, like, kind of like a rich criminal or something, it seemed to throw me off, but... I mean, that's the only nitpicky part. I'm like, n- knowing the backstory now for like how Lex Luthor was before and then watching these movies, it was like, but I think it was mostly they did it that way. That way it was more, uh, hated for people knowing that it was like, he's a criminal. So it makes more sense for people to dislike him. So, I mean, you can't really hate so much about the, the choices of it. It's just weird how I've watched, uh, other stuff now where they're constantly talking about like uh, what was it not Superman and Lois because I haven't seen that but like most of the CW shows like whenever Lex Luthor is in like any of it like Supergirl even at one point where I can't remember the dude's name that plays as Lex Luthor in that one uh, I know he was in old 80's movies too but I can't in remember what, his name in what Superman uh, and Lois the, yeah, I don't know if Superman and Lois has the same dude in it, but I know it's Supergirl. It was uh, oh, Supergirl. Man, I was John trying to Cryer. Yeah, Are you talking about who John Cryer? Okay, that's who John it was. John Cryer. Yeah. yeah, he was he was Lenny Lenny Luther in Superman Four. Yeah, and then yeah. even then they had like a different version of Lex and like Titans when they did the show for Titans. Well, I don't and, think they've had the like, same version of Lex in anything. I mean, because yeah. I don't know how you could compare to what Gene Hackman did. No, uh, Gene. Well, they, I was just saying, say, like, in this one, he played the role super well. And it, it just seemed like, from what I've seen of the character now, it's just like looking back on it, where, like, because the first time I watched it, I just thought he was just a. Uh, criminal, so it was like him always trying to throw him in jail or whatever because of the schemes that he would keep playing, and then when I see stuff now, I'm like, oh, he's like a totally different character, right? Like, he's well, supposed to be, like, super smart, and like, and this, he just doesn't like aliens, pr- pretty much. <laughs> well, this this Lex is kind of more like the comic book Lex of pre-crisis, because post-crisis Lex Uh-oh. is where he's the Lex that we know is Lex Luthor as a businessman with Lex Lex Corp. But back in the day, he was just like kind of like he didn't really have that much depth. He was just like you know a villain or like you know a oh, super so villain, they didn't a mad really scientist go into like why he was a yeah. Bad guy. So okay, uh, see, like they, all but, I've seen out of him now, like lately, was Supergirl and a bunch of other stuff. Was that he just this... didn't like Superman just because he was. From another planet, essentially. This 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 Lex is kind of close to the. Uh, it's kind of clo- close, a little bit closer to the comic book of the times or before. Mm. Well, and I mean, the also at the thing same is, time, yeah, it's like the same thing with Batman and the Joker. Joker was a totally different uh, bad guy than than he is now, essentially. But <clears> this this Luth, uh, there's a Superboy comic. That explains why Luther hates Superboy because in that comic, uh, Superboy causes Lex to permanently lose his hair when Luther was discovering a cure for kryptonite for Superboy. Oh, uh, and that's oh. why he hates him. Oh, so they According do like, to the Superboy all sorts comic, of stuff. 
according to the Superboy comic. Um, well, I mean, also at the same time, comics are like all over the place. It seems like, like it that's depends all, on that's who pre- really pre- writes pre- for pre-crisis. them and uh, does all the illustration, or at least the story writers. It seems like they could change stuff whenever they feel like it, or whenever they're of allowed pre- to. I should say, but that was more like sixties Superman comics. So. Mm-hmm. It is oh yeah, it is. so I um, wouldn't even know about the situation then. <laughs> but well, I mean, from my I, standpoint, sorry, I'll let you go, you're good. Joe. Um, I was talking. I was just like what Josh was saying. That that scene is the one I always remember. But the funny thing is, and I mentioned it before we actually started the podcast, but was the fact that I didn't remember it being at the very end of the movie. Though I was oh, like, yeah. oh wait. So it's it was a oh, two well, hour and seven. It was like you know, in the middle or something. Well, I didn't remember oh, yeah, it being at the like, very end. Like it was two oh, hours yeah. and ten minutes long, and oh yeah, literally it was, it happened in the last fifteen minutes. So I'm going, then, I'm watching this, going, I remember this scene. Where the hell did it happen? And then just, oh, oh there, here yeah. it goes, and I'm like, because <laughs> I mean, it had been so long since I've seen it, but the yeah. the fact that that was the scene that I remember. But I mean. Uh, the other thing that, and I mentioned it during Superman too, was Margot Kidder looked way better in the second one than she did in this one. I don't know what the, what happened between number one and number two, but I mentioned how different she looked in the second one. And, yeah. But in this one, she looked like how I remembered her. Um, I, I, I still don't care, care for her that much. Uh, I think... Maybe Jessica Lang might have been better for the role, to be honest. But now that I know that, but um, the other thing is Ned Beatty was brilliant in this movie. Oh, like, as Otis, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> yeah, Otis Berg, yeah, Otis Berg, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Was, that's why I'm so Ted surprised Walker gets that a place. they. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm like, <laughs> Alexa, that's like why I'm on. surprised why they didn't have him in more scenes in the second one. Because I thought he had Alexa, more scenes in the on. second one, and mm-hmm. then like, and then they got, dropped him like in the first like twenty minutes. And I was like, "Damn, I didn't remember that that's what happened." Well, what what and I didn't remember the the scene where he writes the damn numbers on his arm for the coordinates of the missile, and he oh yeah does one seventeen, yeah. and it's supposed to be eleven and seven. Was, his arm's yeah, not long like, enough. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> my arm wasn't long. I like. He's uh, got the numbers written on it. So dumb. But so his dumb. arm wasn't long enough. But oh, he followed again. Yeah. <laughs> he knocks over the lamp. And then oh that's kind of when you watch these, and now that we watched them backwards, right? Because we watched number two and we watched this one. But like this, even kind of like the way this ended with Tess Mocker, like why she even ended up in the second one. With Lex Luthor again, really didn't make sense because at the end of this one, she was was like, yeah, she was treating her like, yeah, and and kill her mom. Yeah. I mean, so, so it's like the fact that she went right back to him in the second one, that kind of was like, what? That made no sense because she's like, and I had mentioned that, but I had forgotten about how this one ended. Like where she kissed yeah. Superman and saved him, and yeah. that part yeah. I completely forgot yeah. about. So, because um, it had been a while since I'd seen it, but, Cause, cause but she uh, was like, "My mom lives in Hackensack." Yeah, and it's like you know, it's funny. As I'm older, though, the Hackensack thing kind of sticks out more because Hackensack's in New Jersey. Yeah, and since my wife is from New Jersey, and I've been to New Jersey. So that part, that actually really sticks out to me now. Like, it wouldn't have really stuck. Like, I didn't know what Hackensack was. But I didn't even know it was a real town back in the day when I was a kid. You know, who, you know, you that, know who knows? And that's one well, thing. But when I was growing up, too, because I think we, uh, what's it called? When we were in California and stuff, I remember the San Andreas Fault was, like, a lot of stuff. I remember hearing about that shit a lot when I was in high school. Well, like you should have like, the fault actually ran, school, but the but fault like actually, when I was in school, I should say. Well, but yeah, yeah like I mean, the fault ran about how it would be like, oh, it's just one thing and it'll break apart, 
and well, this and that, like all that stuff that would happen, and then they put it in a movie. Well, oh, that was funny, Josh. Where we lived at in California, the fault ran right through the town. So, yeah. off of Highway 14, you literally can see the fault in the mountain. Like yeah. you can literally see well, that's, it. That's what I was saying. <laughs> and, I remember when they would talk about it all the time about like one wrong move and it will be shattered and blah blah blah. And then, yeah, like, it still will be like that oh, if yeah, they ever get the big it, one. Like, yeah, and if, look at it. It's still like lasting a while too. But I'm like, it was just funny how they had it in a movie too. And I, that's one of the things that I definitely forgot about in the movie. <laughs> like, I remember that the reason why it happened, but then I was like, I forgot that it was for the fault. <laughs> like, but no, yeah, so I mean, from that standpoint, happened, yeah. from that standpoint on the, uh, the other thing I wanted to point out at the beginning, you were talking about Metropolis and Metropolis was basically New York in this movie, but there is a Metropolis yeah. in Illinois. There so, is. So yeah, if you drive through it and I've driven through it, like when we've driven up to Chicago, uh, you take a highway, you drive right through it. And, um, there's a big ass statue of Superman as you enter it so they're they're using it they're using it for their advantage which which they should i mean well of course they should it's like um it's like riverside iowa there's stuff uh they they have a plat like a big thing that says the birthplace of captain kirk because captain kirk's from iowa his character's from iowa and so they they decided that yeah kirk's gonna be born in riverside and so they said the birthplace of captain kirk and it's it's like it's stuck um, but I think my favorite part of this movie is when he turns into Superman for the first time in Metropolis and he goes on the whole, uh, he goes to save Lois from the chopper and puts her back on the roof. And then he just kind of does, he saves Air Force One. He gets the cat down from the tree and she's like, mommy, some kid, some man swooped out of the sky and brought her to me. Haven't I told you not to lie? <laughs> the girl gets slapped. <laughs> And then he saves Air Force One and, you know, he stops the bank robbers. He he gets the human fly off the side of the building. He's a jewel thief. I like I like that part. I think that's my favorite part of the movie. Where um, it's kind of like showing like yeah, how the superhero yeah, showing stuff him what is. he can do. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's really cool. Um, what any parts of the movie you didn't like? Uh, not really. I, I mean, like, uh, no, out of all the old Supermans, this was my favorite movie. This was my this favorite the of, the four. Out of the four. Yeah, this is the best one. Did you so, have any but parts of the movie you didn't care for? I'm trying to think. Um, not really, but in like I said, for for storyline flow through, I kind of already mentioned it with the test mocker thing. Oh yeah, I kind of mentioned test mocker yeah. through the re- in our other podcast that that her role didn't make sense, and then this one was the only one it made sense in but it drives home what i said in the earlier podcast where her role didn't make sense because the way this one ended she shouldn't have been in the rest of them or she should have been on superman's side in the rest of them so if she was in it it would have been on his side versus against him i mean literally they could have done that instead of like explaining some of the characters that were in the third and fourth movies but i mean like yeah that's what i'm saying i i agree with that i think my least favorite part of this movie is actually the smallville stuff because i understand it's important to establish his home life in smallville um and this is the first time this like the majority of people are probably going to be seeing superman on screen now there were serials back in the day of Superman, but like they're establishing like a universe here. So they wanted, you know, I get why they're there. I get the importance of realized how he was raised with his family and mom, Paul Kent, uh, the importance of his dad passing away and not being able to change it. Thus him saying, fuck it and saving Lois by turning back time. And, but I feel like it drags for way too long. And, and it sucks because the, the guy that got to play young Clark in those scenes, he had to go through like four hours of makeup to get a fake nose and hair to look like Christopher Reeve. And, yeah. then, and then they dub his voiceover with 
Christopher Reeve's voice. So the guy that you yeah, didn't even get so to hear him on screen. Yeah. 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 You're talking about young Clark Kent, right? Yeah. When he was in small. Yeah. Hill, yeah. That's the one thing Teenage. I noticed is it was like, that's the one thing I never picked up on before until watching it this time was that his voice was dubbed. And yeah, I was like, I was like, why does it sound weird? Oh, that sounds a lot like Christopher Reeves. So, they, so that makes sense. Um, Christopher, his voice was also used in something else I've read recently in the movie, but I, uh, Christopher I can't Reeves remember. Voice or... Yeah, as a voiceover in the movie, but I can't remember what it was. And mm. I'm, honestly, I'm not going to dig through IMDb to find it or look for it again. But I think the Smallville stuff is my least favorite part. And this isn't the longest version of this movie. There's actually a longer version, a special edition, with a lot more, see- like a few more scenes and extends it by almost up almost three hours, I think, in total. Yeah, we and, talked about that in the last one, that we, you weren't going to make us watch that one. Yeah, no, because I, I was going <laughs> to yeah. make you all watch like a three-hour movie. It was the TV version, enough. right, or something like that? Some of it, I think, is from the TV version, and then there's other stuff that they found, too. Because, yeah, because there's a, there's part, there's a scene where he's going into Luther's underground after he drills through, there's a part where they try to get him with like fire, I think, and ice and a few other things before, before Superman just shows up and pushes the door in and uh lex is like we'll be in touch about the door <laughs> you know yeah like, i remember that that one yeah, was, that yeah. that scene was kind of funny because it looked like he was you know and josh will remember this like when we watched poltergeist when the door was yeah. pushing out like it reminded me of the same thing the way you would have thought he would have just pushed the damn door in, not like made it expand like a balloon first and oh then yeah knock it out that's what it kind of reminded me of was from Poltergeist. There's that scene where the door kind of pulsates. <laughs> Anyways, but but yeah, I mean, I didn't, I forgot how cheeky some of the scenes were. Uh, it's a little, but, it, it gets, it gets a little campy, but I think but, there's a good balance. I oh, think there that's was. The main I just, thing is, most of all these movies were very and like had a decent amount of campiness to them except I for mean, number three was three too much. and yeah <laughs> three was like yeah and then four was just a bad movie about. no i four, was just yeah, saying was i think they were just trying to like trying to stick with the same flow or whatever probably trying to be accessible to as many people as they could but well you gotta get with everyone the campiness, i guess but yeah well back then the comment sorry um, back then, well, at least not, maybe not in the seventies, but in the sixties, the comics were campy and, uh, like Batman in the seventies started to take a really dark tone. I don't know how things were with Superman in the seventies. I, I didn't really, I didn't, obviously I wasn't alive until 79. So I didn't start reading Superman comics until like the early to mid eighties when I learned to read, you know, and then I started reading comics. So I mean, comics even nowadays get a little campy. Like, if you think about it, even the really good story arcs well, have I mean, to have a little that, bit of cheese in it. That's the main thing. And that's the main thing for me. Disbelief. Yeah, that's the main thing for me. Is like some people only talk, and like even Marvel movies today, right? Like some people think that they're like too uh, too jokey sometimes in certain movies, and I'm like, no, I think that that's like the how the comic books are a lot of the times that they have jokes and they have serious shit in them a lot of the time. And it's a nice, they, and they're supposed to have a nice blend between them both. That way it's it's still like, you know, that they're for kids strictly usually, but they're accessible to everyone type of thing. Except for Deadpool, but I guess you can consider that not just meant to be like only M rated, right? Deadpool is a sexy motherfucker. Deadpool. (laughs) One thing I wanted wanted to ask you, Joe, did you purposely put that on your screen behind you? Yeah, I did. Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, since we're talking (laughs) about it, yeah, knowing that I can't see the screen, I don't know what it is. there's a superman superman yeah there's a yeah it's it's the um it's it's if you go to like hbo because you can watch superman now on hbo max as of this recording oh yeah and because hbo max is owned by warner and 
blah blah blah. So, but yeah, it's the it's the it, it's it's if you wanted to watch it on Max, you that's the the screen to start the movie. I just thought I figured I had the screen oh, the TV yeah. behind me. I I should display yeah. if possible. I should display what we're talking about or something related to what we're talking about in the back. Uh, maybe next time, depending on what we do, maybe I'll use my um my computer because this is just through the uh, the Max app. Uh, maybe I'll use my computer because I actually have a rig hooked up to this TV. And maybe I'll put something in the background next time just just to kind of theme it to what we're talking about. Yeah, the other interesting yeah. part is on your Clerks 3 poster back there. You must have a cat on your computer screen or something. Oh, yeah. If you my reflects, monitor that's above yeah. me, yeah, it it's, reflects. An animated, <laughs> it's an animated white cat with sunglasses like turning its head. So it reflects so, quote, nicely yeah. in the background. So for yeah, anybody watching the podcast on YouTube when we release it, you'll see it quite frequently during Joe's. Yeah. So um, that, that I would screen. have to just like disable that, but that's oh. going to reflect anyway. It's, no, it's not, no, but, it's not a big deal. I was just, I noticed the Superman one and I just wanted to point that out, but it's not really yeah. podcast related. It's just a no, funny thing. Yeah, Cause I got the, the yep. clerks too, which is, I got this in red bank at Jay and silent Bob secret stash and it's autographed by Kevin Smith. Then I had the mon- the screen. And then on the other side, you can't see it. I actually have a, the Splash Mountain, not the exact one, because obviously I'm not going to own that, but the same type, the same poster that hung in Magic Kingdom when you're walking through the tunnels for Splash Mountain, I have that hanging on the other side. Yeah, and that's going to be different anyway. Doing the, the Splash yeah, Mountain. Did they because take down they, Splash Mountain? They closed already? it. They're making yeah, Tiana's. Yeah, the Tiana's know, something. The princess and the frog thing. Yeah, the way yeah, yeah, of it. When we went I last month. Yeah, when we went last month, it was already. It closed at the beginning of the year. Yeah, not to digress, but they announced that they're going to be expanding behind Big Thunder Mountain at D23 last week. Mm. I, or I think it was last week, but anyways, it's. So they'll be adding, I think, Coco and the villains behind it. A villains I think land. It'd be cool uh, if they put Coco in uh, ooh, Mexico. Pavilion, but... land? Well, ooh, I thought. Cool. Well, I think they might have would have been perfect if they weren't doing this Coco land because we just went there. But replacing the three caballeros in that ride, it Th- they could that was, make oh, it. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was that was such a rumor that that was going to go to Coco or. Well, Coco? as yeah, you're walking Coco. to it, everything is Day of the Dead all the way through there, like. Until it you is, get to is. the restaurant, and then you get on the ride, and then you get yeah. on the ride, and it's like we three, yeah, and it's like <laughs> it doesn't fit the theming of the temple. Yeah, <laughs> Everything yeah. else yep. is Day of the Dead, but um, I know we were kind of like segregate, which we kind of no, tend to do on this thing sometimes. Right. But I mean, because if you look at my office, it's still not set up completely. But there'll be more movie stuff around because I have a bunch well, of wrestler I mean, autographs. I have like a bunch have, of everything in here. I have like Leslie and so Warren who play Miss everything else Miss Scarlet and Clue. Um, the Clue play I went to go see when I was home. I got an Enterprise cutaway poster over here. I got my so I'm actually I need to actually finish decorating it. That's why I gotta be like careful with the angles because then you'll see how bare this this office really is none of my stuff is really hanging up i just been too lazy to hang it up well but stop being lazy Thinking i love this cool movie so this movie would school. never be something that i would be considered a rest in peace or actually actually this would be a rest in peace because well, yeah you wouldn't want it even yeah, though even it. though so, yeah. superman's they've made new superman they've rebooted the universe as much as I actually kind of do like Superman Returns, it should have never been a continuation of nah, Superman 1 and Superman Donner Cut. That's why I'm mostly... Uh, they why should have just restarted the universe then. And this movie, this universe, not counting 3 and 4, because 3 was too campy and 4 is just a terrible movie. Um, Superman 1 and 2, even the theatrical 2, they should just... It's like they stand like, well, for one, Superman movie is perfectly stands alone. But those two movies, to me anyway, are like a combined universe. Yes, I do love in Superman 3 that they brought in Lana Lang. Um, I did like Lana Lang's character, but her stuff was good. 
with Clark. Yeah, I don't Their stuff was the so best part of that movie. In the comics, at least, it wasn't like somebody that was dating Superman at one point, or it was is his it just high like school. A, it was his high school crush. Oh, so from what I understand, summer, yeah. Was, uh, when he was in Smallville, was in, when he was oh, okay. in Smallville, yeah, okay. when he was a kid. Um, Superman Four is just, I think, good intentions. Just the problem was it didn't have the budget or the script to support what Christopher Reeve was trying to do. Cause I don't think, I don't see that as so much as an outlier or something that's outside of Superman's character of trying to maybe intervening and then decide, and then realizing he's wrong. Cause that would be some really good character growth for Superman. It's just, it was just a bad script and no money to make it a good movie where Superman three was just, and nothing against the actor who played Ross Webster. He's just a low rent, great value version of Lex Luthor. And that's not his fault. That's not the actor's fault. He did great with yeah. what he had. And as much as I liked Richard Pryor growing up in the eighties and nineties, watching some of his movies that I was allowed to watch, um, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't kid friendly. <laughs> no, um, not at all. <laughs> Except yeah, in this movie, but or in except, except in, in that three, movie, yeah. but and maybe you could. Well, I'm trying to maybe think. Maybe hear no evil, see no evil. Yeah, maybe. maybe I'm trying to think the move. No, not probably not even that one. The one where he was moving. I think it was called Moving. M- moving yeah. day or moving? Yeah, yeah I, I saw yeah. that movie as a kid. Yeah. So <laughs> that I mean, one wasn't that bad. That no. was it, it. No, like you wouldn't. As a kid, you probably shouldn't watch. Maybe Brewster's Millions wouldn't probably have been like a good kids movie masturbates <laughs> with a lot of the adult humor it's almost it. kind of in the but, 80s with eddie murphy it was the same thing like yep most of his movies you couldn't really watch but um as a kid no and and but like richard pryor was just too over the top and it's nothing against richard pryor i just don't think that His kind of level of comedy yeah. mixed well, with yeah. superman no uh, a lot the, of those guys yeah, yeah it's kind of the same thing like if i think it would have been if the movie was made a few uh, years later, it would have been Eddie Murphy in that role, probably. Yep. Oh, if, yeah, no yep. doubt. Um, and Eddie because... Murphy speaking. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's that's what I was just saying. It was yeah. probably Eddie Murphy. So I mean, um, Richard Pryor was the main draw at the time. So he it... was. So they wanted to put a money maker in the movie, which I get, but still, it doesn't benefit Superman. Mean that the it's main draw, make and it I a think. Good yeah. movie. And I think I said that when we talked about Superman yep. three. So, but the problem with this, because look at Star Trek four, Star Trek four, the voyage is home is consi- that and first is considered a really good Star Trek movie. You know, one of the top three, which is the wrath of Khan first contact and Star Trek four. Eddie Murphy was supposed to be in Star Trek four, which is, but, so but he, he declined to be yeah. in, he did the golden child instead. And I don't think Star Trek Four would have been as good with Eddie Murphy in it. As much yeah. as I love Eddie Murphy, I mean, I, mean, I grew up watching Golden Beverly Hills Cop. Was, Golden Child uh, was a good movie too, though. And even so, though I mean, the Golden Child did terribly, even though the Golden I mean, Child still, did terribly I, I in theaters, like, I loved I like it. Golden I loved Child, it as a yeah. kid. So I think I think this movie is the best best mix of everything. Like Lex Luthor's the right amount of camp as as a villain sorry the star trek screensaver is coming up uh lex luther is the right amount of camp as is otis um uh, otis is the the com you gotta have like he's the tension breaker he's the pluck at comic relief and yeah. so and then of course you know superman is superman christopher reeve is you know christopher clark, clark kent is clark kent but like this movie really is out of the, all of them. It really is the best one. And it shows that the Salkins probably shouldn't have gotten rid of Donner. Cause I think if Donner had stayed on, of course, you know, if Donner, let's say Donner did Superman one and two. Maybe. And then they signed him on for three. I think three came out in 1984. I don't remember off the top of my head, but like, would he have been able to film the Goonies? Would he, you know, mm, and then um, yeah. Superman four, what if that was a big hit? And then they asked him to do Superman four. Would we have gotten the Lethal Weapon movies with Richard Donner? And so, like, if you think about it, because, like, Richard Donner knew what he was doing. And can you imagine a Steven Spielberg 
Superman movie, like if he got to direct it, I think it would have been really good too. It would have been obviously completely, probably completely different because of their, you know, I think, I don't know if like Steven Spielberg, because like the script and maybe Donner, there's like a, a lot of stuff like comparing Superman to Jesus or you could say Superman to Moses. Well, I mean, you could talk about that says, because versus Superman. If we ever, uh, ever talked about it on the podcast, because where, super, where that one oh, definitely this had a camera lot of, is too hot. Oh, Jeremy, your camera's hot. Yeah, I saw that. It's too uh, hot. It means I'm probably going to have to. Yeah, I probably can't. Uh, we can, we can wrap. I was, I was, I was, I was getting, gearing to wrap it up. So that's why I kind of talk about all the movies so, as a whole. So what was the other podcast that we we're going to do after this? Because I figured probably if you wanted to be more def- divisive for people to talk about Man of Steel, but I mean, like, it's up to you. I, I haven't thought about the next movie yet, uh, but we'll, we can think about it. I'm open to suggestions. I think Jeremy was asking about doing some newer films and see if they should be. Because, like, I do kind of want to get back to the whole let it die type thing. This is a rest in peace. I don't think anything should ever be added to this mythology, uh, to this. I think Superman returns as much as I liked it. Um, and I liked Brandon Ralph should never have been a part of these movies. It should have just been its own thing. Yeah. And should have been. And its I think own it movie. would have been better. I think Brian Sir- Singer did a disservice. This movie is probably, well, this movie inspires like all other superhero movies and you can't say that it doesn't. It does. It's clear. And like Spider-Man, Sam Raimi, like all like they all kind of owe Superman the movie for existing at, at least at the level that they are. I mean, if they and, didn't have Superman the movie and it do so well, that we would probably wouldn't have the same type of movies have, that we got now, where we got like probably so wouldn't many have Marvel Batman nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, I wouldn't have there, Batman nineteen eighty nine. So. And you know, at that t- point, like the main stuff that we ever had was Superman and Batman were like the main ones. Then we had a couple of TV shows for like Marvel stuff, but like, and then animated series and stuff. But mostly movies wise, it was mostly Superman and Batman, and that was I mean, really it. Like, you can't every, tell me that, most, huh? I was gonna say you can't tell me this didn't inspire like Sam Raimi. Well, that's what I'm saying. I the mean, future like, you could tell well, they probably did. Took inspiration from yeah. This yeah. Movie. Unfortunately, sorry it's, about that, guys. My camera kind of overheated <laughs> for good. some reason. Yeah. It'll probably go off again if we go another ten minutes or something. I don't know. Oh no, we can we can. We're I'm just trying to wrap it up, so I'm just trying to yeah. surmise. This is the best film of the series. It's the best directed, the best written. I mean, it had the fucking author of the godfather write it uh come up with the story so uh plus richard donner i think i don't i don't think richard nothing against richard lester but he couldn't hold a candle to this film with his version of superman 2 and superman 3 oh i would agree no it wasn't um this this is this is the standard for superman like superhero films in general um and I was, like I said, I think without this movie being the quality and caliber that it was, we wouldn't have gotten Batman 1989. We wouldn't have gotten Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I know Blade technically kicked off the Marvel movies. That Blade is the one who clicked off that new renaissance. Which, I mean, Which is funny because they're redoing that. But you this, really know that it was a superhero movie. Huh? Well, well I said they're redoing Jeremy that as part of the new... Uh, what's Blade is. They're oh, redoing yeah, the that. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. and off on a side tangent off of that, because it sounded like uh, I saw something where they were remaking what was it? I know I saw something that they were remaking oh, Ghost Rider. And suppo- like, I don't know if this is actually like 100% proof because I saw it off of like Facebook, so it could have been wrong. But, like, they said, like, they were doing Johnny Blaze, but then it was Nick Cage and a bunch of other people. It was going to be a series or something on Disney+. Plus. I don't know if this is for real or not, but they said that Blade was supposed to be on that. So, I don't, or I don't at know. least cameoing, uh, cameoing on it. I don't know how much, uh, it could be just a rumor and I just saw something where somebody just made a thing and posted it up on there. 
or not because it wasn't like I don't think I watched a trailer or like you know how Kevin Feige shows up and then he's like hey look at what's coming next you know it wasn't there it was just something that I saw on Facebook so I mean I could be totally wrong but it would but, be cool if like they did a Ghost Rider thing and then Blade was on it but this but, is yeah. this is this is the standard. This movie should rest in peace. Nothing should be added to it. Nothing should be taken away. This movie as it is should not be redone. Yes, they're going to continue making Superman films, but nothing should be in the same continuity is what I'm saying. Nothing oh, I agree. I, I'll in be interested to yeah. see what James Gunn does with it. I think he's yeah. going to do right by the character. Uh, look, he did a great job with Guardians, and I can't wait for his Superman movie to come fun. out. Unlike Suicide his, Squad. Uh, his Suicide Squad movie was really good, too. Uh, but that's it. Uh, that's going to be it. Any final thoughts on Superman the movie, Jeremy? I don't have any final thoughts at all. Did we say what we're... So you haven't decided what we're going to do for the next one yet? No, I haven't thought about it yet, but I'll, I'll keep a look at it. I know you had mentioned about maybe doing something newer, so yeah, I'm going to look through some sci-fi stuff. Well, and see I was just thinking what, about what that do. movie, The Creator, that's coming out, too. I mean that could be I an option. I don't know. Like I think hell? I just saw a trailer for the, a trailer trailer. I just saw a trailer for that recently, so it looks interesting. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I'm, you know, I'm what? gonna take a look it, at it. It would be cool if we do Blade Runner or like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Though that would be cool. The thing about Blade Runner is we have to all find, make sure we watch the same version of Blade Runner because there's well, like I mean, three different they, versions well, of that movie. I would think that it would be the What's it called? I mean, what was it? The final cut or whatever? That's the main one there's that they like, say is like the definitive one. There's yeah, there's three different versions. I think I own one of them on DVD. I think it's I think the I do cut too, or, or like I have it on digital but, or something like that. I think it's like the main and like the the one where it's like the unrated director's cut or something like that. But I mean, even yeah. if we just watch the regular version of Blade Runner. Like the in theaters version of it or something, but that was just a thought. I was just saying because they would be both kind of recent. I'm like not Blade Runner the original one, but like the the 2049 was kind of only recent. I'm like uh, within the past few years or something like that. It was like five years maybe since 2049. But I, I mean, no, that's, that's the one with thought. that's the one with Ryan that's, Gosling, right? Yeah, 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 yeah with. With Ken, I really, I mean, I figured eventually I was going to watch Barbie, but I'm. We'd not, have to watch that as not. part of some different ass podcast because it ain't going to yeah. be one for sci-fi. Yeah, and, de- <laughs> and definitely you wouldn't like what I would say about it, probably. And it's not, not really. for. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not horror. We'd have to almost do like a new movie podcast oh, or no. something. Yeah. I, was, I was just, I was. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched it. It wasn't that bad. I actually liked it. Um, it wasn't. Well, it, it I mean, was funny. It had some good it's moments. It's different in it and, for like, yeah. Like I'm just saying, when I saw the trailer, it didn't interest me. Like, but, but I mean, a lot of movies I was saying lately have I, been I'm not doing the same thing. I know. I, I figured yeah. that, Joe. I'm. I was just saying that it wouldn't. Yeah, I I don't mind watching it for a podcast if we had one that we were that yeah. was focused on something and like that. I know that, that eventually we need to talk about Batman movies, but I mean, like. I want to at least talk watch. about Dark Knight, though. <laughs> I want to talk I'll about make Dark y'all watch. Ninety. But speaking watch, of which, um, we actually do have an option now if we want to start doing that. But um, play watch-alongs. Yeah, because of that room that I've got on playback TV now, so we can actually watch stuff that's on a multi like Peacock and st- um, I don't know. I don't think Max is on there, but I, Peacock is. So I mean, we could look at what's on there. That's like in the realm of our podcast and do watch alongs with people yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, and that's chat it. Like people would be if, interested in that too. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what <laughs> we're going to do next time. Maybe, maybe try to find something like sci-fi Halloween, like how not Halloween ish. Oh, true that. Horror. I mean, like we, could, uh, I'm like, because, hey, I mean, you know what time maybe we should no, do. Well, what about, what? so, so we have the horror one, right? But we've got, Alien is the next one on the list for the top Ooh, scariest we, ones. Yeah. So we could tie that in maybe. Maybe we could I don't know. 
could do aliens. No, we did aliens on this one, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we, we did, did on Sci Fi Graveyard. We did, yeah. we did aliens. Yeah. So this yeah. is what we could do. If you're going to do alien, we could Maybe talk about Predator alien or something. Three. Yeah, or that predator. too. Yeah, or Predator. I actually too. have I mean, Predator. I mean, uh, I, I have, have all the, the original have Predator. All the Predators, yeah, the original Predator actually might make sense the, to fall in, and then we could do. And then we could do yeah, Alien let's... on the the Scream Creep, so it kind of ties in Sorry. to both of them. So, so um, the Predator, pretty much. Then, yeah, we're gonna do 1987's The Predator. Oh next. shit, that's gonna be it. Uh, I'm we'll gonna do it end up bust out my horrible Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking impression. <laughs> Come on now, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper now. Get to the chopper. Come on, do it now. <laughs> and right. according, according with. Um, according to the, uh, IMDb, we're going to double check it because there's been times where IMDb is like, yeah, you can watch this on this service. And I go to the service and it's not fucking there. So we're oh, going to check yeah. this. But uh, it says Predators on Max as of September, let's say the 16th, 17th. Well, I know I own it. So, I mean, there's certain I believe I own it too. Like, I'm, certain, yeah, certain mo- I'm like, it's the on Max. only one out of the Predators and Predator series that I don't have is, I think, The Predator, which I saw it in theaters and it had good moments, but it wasn't great. But then Predators, which is like highly underrated Predator movie. Predators, like, I actually it doesn't, really liked it Predators doesn't with give, Adrian Brody in it. Yeah, there is not yeah, enough love good. in the world for that damn movie, and the, that movie they were so inventive in that damn movie for a Predator series. Like, uh, it, oh yeah, man. that movie's good. Right, well, yeah, we're gonna do. Since you're doing Alien, we'll do Predator. All right, yeah, that yeah. sounds we'll like do a next. Plan. Predators next. Cool. Get to the cool. chopper. Get to the chopper now. Get to the chopper. Now. Oh man. It's going to be so good rewatching that movie. It's been so long. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. I remember watching this. I watched this movie as a kid. Like my my mom did not censor the shit that we watched growing up. Well, I mean, <laughs> obviously yeah. we weren't watching porn or anything, but uh when it Close came to like enough, horror no. movies or like <laughs> stuff like this, no, my mom would be like, "No, she was right there with us. Let's rent this horror movie, kids." Well, Elaine like, okay. talks Elaine talks about the amount of movies that I've seen. It's like that we were like a movie family. I mean, it was like yeah. we watched yeah. everything. I mean, I yeah. mean, there's well, just... especially during the '80s and everything. I'm like, I've talked about that with several people, where it's just like not that many people are into the same type of stuff. I guess, like, because I would constantly I, be we... talking about movies with other people, and they're like, I don't care about movies. I'm like, what the hell? I grew up watching Wait. movies. <laughs> All right. Uh, we. Oh, we can. We, so we'll just end it here. So next time it is the Predator, um, nineteen eighty-seven. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Shane Black, and uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be. So, uh, it'll it'll be fun watching that one again. And on the yeah, back end awesome. of Alien, our oh, next yeah. uh, uh, yes. Scream Creep. So we'll be doing is none the none two, but then we'll be doing. The one after that will be um, the interview with uh, the director of that movie that we're going to be watching. So, nice. Um, Heir of the Witch. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed this uh, podcast. I enjoyed. Yeah. I, I enjoy I, all I of them actually. I, I mean, it's, yeah, I but... enjoy talk. I mean, anytime where we could talk shit for like an hour about like what movies that we love or even movies that we don't love to. <laughs> I mean, that's the the fun part about this one is that we talk about such a wide range of like sci-fi movies or whatever, and then we just like we watch awful ones too. So it's like, oh, so we can just crap on uh, the really bad ones too. Well, we we do the same thing with the horror one. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, a lot of the horror movies, it's based on what, like the top 35 according to science. I think most of them we watched so far have not been scary necessarily. So, yep. um, so it, it'll be interesting uh, when we get, up into the top 10 yeah I mean, we're still on the bottom there, yeah. bottom 20s so yeah but 
but we're going to interject newer ones now in that. And so this is the season for that. So we're going to have a ton of movies that we're going to be watching on yep. that one. Yep. Um, so Especially I think it might just be nice to do some... on all of them. But yeah. I mean, so, but anyways, not very cool. So, uh, check out the upcoming stream creeps. Also check out wrestling with the willies. Cause they're going to be, dropping some pay-per-views yeah, that happened because there's like, like three or four many. that all happened yeah, at the there's same like time. Four, there was like we have all in and all out for AEW and then we have SummerSlam and Payback and then I think the next pay-per-view that's up next is which one was it? I know it's in The October. one that's up next? Yeah. Oh, um. Well we got a lot to cover on. So yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah, we we've got so. four that need to be released still. So, so check them out there. Also, yeah. um Yep, uh, check Morbid out the Instinct. website and all that stuff. Check out, check out Morbid too. Instinct. We gotta do we and we got other episodes for the Catch and Killer series on that one. So like look out for those ones pretty much everything's uploaded on the website too so if you uh, go to the heart com, all of our stuff like even our twitch channel and all that stuff is on there so you can and see all the content that we've already done yeah, including this and podcast right here this one's yeah, on there right. all the way back to episode one you guys can just go straight to our website and listen to every single one of them you don't even have to go straight to your podcast service. You can just go straight to our website. Yes, go to the which website. Will be, which is down in the de- description on YouTube. So, you know, if you guys yep. haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, do that. Because all these videos going forward will be on there. And, and um, Jeremy does, uh, and his kids do builds. Uh, yeah. They have dynamic die casters, die which casters. is the one for Jeremy. Then there's brick building blitz for Aiden and Liam. I think does. Yeah, and then Liam too. reviews board games. Uh, yeah, it's a series called Let's Review It. But um, he hasn't done one of those in a while, even though we've got a stack of board games in the closet that he hasn't done anything with. But again, you know, they're youngsters; they're in school, so. The, yeah and, and school just started <laughs> trying again, to get so, time and yeah trying to get time for everything that's the main thing trying to mm-hmm. uh, work full-time job or like go to school all the time and then uh, film stuff kind of tough but so that's anyway, why we got a group no of people yeah. to, to yep. be able to pump out products so hope you yep. guys are enjoying it but we'll we'll um we'll keep pushing it out for you guys all right well everyone have a good night thank y'all uh and we'll see you next time with the predator All right. See you guys later.